Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Liberty Report. With us today, Daniel McAdams, our co-host. Daniel, good to see you this morning. Happy Monday, Dr. Paul. It's Monday already? It is Monday. Oh, that's why we're here. Yeah, that's why we're here. We are uh, back at work. To our fancy uh, uh, studio. Our tin shack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we have fancy par uh, programs here. That's right. And we have a lot of fun, and, but frustration also, to sorting out the truth from the fiction. And... Uh, it's easy to find the fiction because it's all over the place. Yeah, no but that I think the American people uh, are quite aware of. I saw one poll the other day that showed that there was a significant number. It wasn't like 98%, but it was a significant number uh, that said that they didn't, they didn't plan to vote. Oh. And uh, then they were asked why. They said well, they, they didn't trust anybody. Yeah. <laughs> and there's been polling that showed that, that a uh, very high percentage, you know, they always hope it'll work. And uh, the one saying that I got tired of over the years, this election is going to be the biggest, most important election in the history of mankind. Yeah. And you know, you, you don't want to say, well, that's crazy. Couldn't happen. Who knows? They might put somebody in there that is really, cr yeah. really, really crazy. And everybody agrees. <laughs> yeah. who, who knows? What if, but that. basically, they're always thinking that if we just change, you know, the political parties, if the Democrats could only get in, they'll protect our civil liberties and have an anti-war position. Yeah. And the Republicans say, oh, put us in because the deficit is too high <laughs> and, and nothing seems to happen. So we want to talk a little bit about something not really happening right now, of course, uh, and that has to do with the budget and the difficulty McCarthy has. And uh, the difficulty, if, uh, if I had to sign a paper saying that I know exactly his position and why he's doing things, <laughs> and is he a strong conservative or, or is he a wishy-washy moderate or what it is he? You know, it'd be hard, other than the fact that uh, uh, it sounds like he doesn't have strong beliefs. That's all yeah, I can say. Yeah. But anyway, people are saying the real conservatives who have firm beliefs, they're talking about wanting to get rid of them. Yeah. And uh, the big question is, uh, what, what is that going to solve? I mean, if you get rid of them, it, it makes a point. But uh, it, it might make the point, though, that if you get one and the other, that that, that uh, it won't make it won't make much difference. You change parties, and uh, there's not that much difference on happening. The spending continues, but McCarthy seems to be. Uh, in, in a bit of problem right now, uh, and it's over one issue that we talk about. And uh, hopefully we've had a little bit of influence in waking up a few people and saying, stand up against this stuff. Why in the world have we ever spent the money he spent? We should have been saying that a long time ago, uh, all the way back to probably Korea and Vietnam and the Middle East wars, trillions of dollars and millions of people being killed. And now, you know, then they get into trouble. What are we going to do? What's our exit strategy? Oh, we're working on that. Yeah. <laughs> we have a committee studying that. Yeah. So this is the thing. McCarthy uh, was yielding to the very conservative people say, well, we'll make sure that uh, the money isn't in the bill. And it was back and forth they went. He put it in, and then he decided to take it out to satisfy one group. And now it looks like it's going to be back in the bill. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Well, let's put up, we saw this in Politico this morning. Uh, put it up, that last clip up if you can, because this is what's going on. You know, there, we knew there was going to be a battle on Ukraine uh, funding, Dr. Paul. We knew that already. 
This is Politico's headline, McCarthy reverses on Ukraine aid as GOP scrambles on funding bills. Now, we've talked about the budget for this year, the funding bills. Uh, we've talked about the shutdown last week. But, you know, McCarthy, I mean, he doesn't have an easy job because he's got, the, he's got a rebellion in the GOP among the more radical members like Matt Gates, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and several others who are very, very adamant about what kind of bill they will support. And also, they're very adamant about not wanting to send any more money to Ukraine. Well, this bill had, I think, 300 or 600 million, lose count these days, but it had that much money in there. <coughs> and he had promised, apparently, as the story goes, he had promised Marjorie Taylor Greene that he would not include this 300 million in the must-pass military bill, but would hold a separate vote, and that would placate you know, the, the more radical populist types. But he had a change of heart, I guess, at some point and snuck it back in. So now he's facing a full-on rebellion over it. You know, uh, we were talking about this, and my theory is, is they go back and forth because they're terrified not about the consequence of the budget and all that spending, the consequence politically. If you have a vote and you lose it, yeah. You know, and there's a p political pressure put on them. Or if uh, if the Republicans put up something and the Republicans kill the bill. But, you know, they, uh, my, my thoughts are just put it out there. You know, if they wanted to move things along and let the people know, uh, put, put the bill out there and say we're striking the bill. And those of us that would have want to strike the fund for, uh, you know, Ukraine, they could. But uh, they don't do that. They're, uh, I just see his agony. Well, if I put this up uh, here and the whole bill goes down, I'm going to be blamed for closing yeah. down the government. And maybe Trump will blurt out, good, yeah. or somebody like Trump anyway. But that's, uh, that's what, uh, you know, we've talked about this. The whole thing is a little crazy because what they're doing is not really closing down the government. They're postponing the uh, payments for a few people, the, uh, the uh, unnecessary people. So they're on vacation, they're gonna get all back pay. Yeah, so yeah. It, 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 it all this emphasis on this, don't let the government close down. That's what we should be doing. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, they haven't, uh, we, we haven't yet gotten our message to them. Yeah. Well, I think what's interesting about this, Dr. Paul, is that the Ukraine aid is such a big deal because this is only the 300 million. This isn't the 24 billion that President Biden is demanding for Ukraine. <laughs> and so if it's this much of a fight here, I think it's probably actually good news because if this does pass, and it may well pass, yeah. they're not gonna be in any mood for 24 billion next week. Let's, let's go through this article real quick and just look at a couple of things. Put on that next clip. Speaker McCarthy's backtracking on his plan to remove Ukraine aid from the massive military spending bill. Um, the California Republicans' U-turn comes a day after he told reporters he would remove the $300 million <laughs> from the Pentagon bill and give it a separate vote as he faced GOP pushback. And go to the next one. Here's what he said now. <clears throat> he said, no. Nah. He said he's going to move the, uh, the bill forward with the, with the aid in it because it would be too complicated to remove it because of Republican strategy, da 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 I don't buy any of that. Too complicated to remove it. I don't think it was that hard. You go to the next one really quick. quick and So here's what's going to happen. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene voted against starting the debate. She hasn't been able to move it to the floor even. 
because he can't get a, a rule on a vote on the rule to bring it to the floor. <coughs> so they're negotiating with Green and with Gates uh, to try to move it to the floor without the money. Go to the next one if you can, because I'm just going to give you a quick update on what's going to happen. So here's the plan as of now. Um, we titled this Slippery Speaker because we don't know what he's going to do next. But here's what you, uh, Politico is reporting. Instead of stripping the Ukraine aid out of the defense bill and giving a separate vote, Republicans will now allow a vote on the floor to remove the Ukraine-related funds from both the defense and state bills, all but guaranteeing the funding will stay in with help from Democrats. So it's not ultimately going to be as dramatic as we thought because they will move, someone will move to strike the funds for Ukraine and, and hold a vote. And then it'll be the Democrats who are going to have to jump in and save McCarthy's bacon on this and give them the money for Ukraine. So it's, it's, it's not a good look for either party, I think. I'm fascinated with uh, McCarthy saying it would be too complicated <laughs> to do this <laughs> strike stuff. Like, I just put a line through yeah, it. Yeah. So he said it was too, too complicated to stop it. And I would say... Uh, it should be, the thought should be, it's too complicated to find the money for yeah, it yeah. because there is no money. Yeah. And, you're, and, and then it's too complicated to justify the good things that would come from this. How would it make us more secure, more happy, more prosperous, and uh, less dangerous to the world? Oh, no, they don't do that. But it's too complicated to just take a little bit of money like you mentioned this 300 versus a 24 billion you know uh, but maybe this is a sign that it's beginning uh, beginning to crack and it won't be so easy but if they would ask the question differently <laughs> it's a you know uh, yeah, you should work on why is it so difficult to find the money what do you have to do well we have to steal it yeah <laughs> we have to steal it we have to print it we have to counterfeit it <laughs> we, you know we're good at counterfeiting and uh, we have to just wait and see what the consequence that if people are going to pay for these high prices and try to get by oh, we'll, we'll worry about that later yeah <laughs> Well, this, I think, is a classic example of, of how McCarthy operates, if you can put this next one up. Because we remember when Zelensky was coming into town, McCarthy was playing the tough guy. If we can put this next one up, he's going to be tough. Uh, and here's a, <coughs> excuse me, a reminder. Speaker of the House of Representatives McCarthy said the Ukrainian president will have to answer some serious questions <laughs> about American money spent on Ukraine. Here's a quote from McCarthy. Has Zelensky been elected to Congress? Is he our president? I'm not going to promise anything. I have questions for him. Where is the accountability for the money we spent? What is the plan to achieve a victory? I think Americans want to know. So this is him in front of the camera. Whereas in reality, it was always a green light for the money. But instead, uh, Zelensky's been placed on a pedestal. Oh, yeah. He comes in, uh, maybe a little less now than he was in last December, but he still was able to get and lobby. He got a tank or something, you know, yeah. and, and he's shown that he's, he's on the positive side. But, you know, the other thing that really uh, shows me, I, you know, that it's a, it's a worldwide conspiracy. Because while here, it was convenient for him to meet all the big wigs who make weapons. Yeah. He, he met with all the lobbyists. And so, therefore, well, it is true. We don't just give the money to the, uh, to the Ukrainians. We give the money to the 
uh, you know, the arms manufacturer, they get to spend it. Everybody knows that. No, not everybody knows that, the, uh, that the money goes directly to the uh, weapons people and uh, keep it clean. But they still, once they get the weapons, all, they seem to lose their weapons. They, yeah. they can't even find them. But some people will argue, well, they're probably not going to work very well anyway. And the thing goes on. It's, it's the total position and philosophy of our foreign policy that makes the difference. As long as we're in it for mischief and special interests and trying to finagle it and use, uh, use counterfeiting for paying the bills, it's uh, very, very fragile. And uh, fortunately, the fragility can put a little pressure on those who are abusing the system and think that this can last forever, that we will always have peace and prosperity <laughs> as long as we go along with this nonsense. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, Dr. Paul, as bad as Zelensky's visit went for the U.S., it was a lot worse in Canada. <laughs> Let's put on this next clip. <laughs> yeah. Because, lo and behold, Here's Zelensky next to Trudeau. Um, behind him, uh, Christina Freeland is the foreign minister, I believe. Uh, Daily Mail reports the leader of Canada's House of Commons is forced to apologize after honoring a Nazi in the public gallery who fought in World War II. As 98-year-old is given round of applause by Justin Trudeau and visiting Zelensky. And if we go to the next one, here they are in Parliament. You can look at, look at Zelensky's clenched fist when he sees Yaroslav Hunka, who, was, who fought with the first Ukrainian division in World War II. And the funniest thing about this, Dr. Paul, it's, it's, uh, of course Nazis aren't funny, but the funniest thing about this is that the Speaker of the Canadian House of Parliament introduced this fellow saying, he fought against the Soviets in World War II, not realizing, well, what is, well hang on a minute. What does that mean? He fought against the Soviets. That, that must mean he was on the side of the Nazis. But, but I, I had an explanation, but it didn't hold up. I said, it's just stupidity. <laughs> and uh, I don't know what you said, but you, it's not that simple. It's more than being stupid. Uh, yeah, but I still think there's a lot of stupidity. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean how, how, how can they do this? But the other thing they have where they bury their head in the sand <laughs> is uh, they say, well, why are the... Uh, why, why would the Nazis, uh, you know, be, be fighting the communists and, and do, do they get along? Well, they, they, there is a difference between a Nazi and a communist. They're authoritarians. But it's not unknown for <laughs> communists to become Nazis, you know, after World War II ended. You know, a lot of the communists morphed into, you know, in societies that were much more authoritarian and more willing to look at a fascist system because that was a little, little bit nicer than uh, violent and vicious communism. But I think it's the authoritarianism uh, versus non-intervention that should be the argument. Not why did these jerks, you know, praise a Nazi if for uh, uh, something that uh, did, didn't make any sense. But uh, because they're all, all thugs, you know, when, they, when it comes to running their government, whether they're, they're Nazis or communists. So, but I don't know. This won't be, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, an awakening 
for people in Ukraine and say, what are they doing? We're not, you know, a few of them. <laughs> we're, not, uh, we're, we're not Nazis, you know. <laughs> well, how did this happen? Oh, that's old, that's a long time ago. Yeah. So, but, uh, you know, somebody in politics like this, it, it seems like uh, Zelensky's a rather young guy, but you'd think he'd have at least one advisor who would say, you know what, you know who these people are, <laughs> and, and, and why are we cheering them on? Well, it's, it, it really is interesting in many levels. If we can put that picture back up, that second one, because, and I got the name wrong, sorry, it's Christia Freeland, and she's a finance minister. You can see her here with an arrow pointing at her. Now, uh, uh, Trudeau uh, is playing the part of, I had no idea. The Speaker of Parliament say, I had no idea that the people who fought against the Soviets were called Nazis. Uh, that's what they're pretending. And if they want to play dumb, that's fine. They can play dumb. But there are a couple of people that absolutely know that the first Ukrainian division was with the SS, the Waffen SS, and fought alongside Hitler. And that is the person in front shaking his fist, Vladimir Zelensky. He is Ukrainian. He knows Ukrainian history. He knows that these people were Nazis. And we know he knows that a lot of people fighting on his side right now were. The one behind him, Christia Freeland, who's also applauding, also knows because her grandfather also fought in the SS in World War II. He was a propagandist for the SS in World War II. So these two people knew what was coming and what was happening on the floor of their parliament. They did nothing. In fact, they shook their fist and they clapped in glee. So it's a pretty dark day for Canada. You're either criminally stupid or you like Nazis. That's not a very good choice. <laughs> but you know, this could happen on the other side too, because I'm sure there have been <clears throat> people who survived communism in Russia and we're, we're communists in a yeah. way. But then when they get out, all of a sudden, oh, well, you're, our, you're our friend now. And yeah, we'll, we'll work this happen. out. And yeah. you're, you ha you're an insider. So <clears throat> it's so messy. And that's why I like to think that <clears throat> it should be precisely defined on what a society is if it's protecting liberty and, <clears throat> and not something just arguing over who's running the show. Yeah. Well, let's finish up then with something that's interesting, Dr. Paul. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what to, th to make of it. I don't know what to think about it. But this is the Washington Post. They teamed up. And this is, you know, it's pretty serious. Washington Post. Put it on that next one. They teamed up and did a poll of the United States of voters. Who do you like for president? Let's put this one up if we can, this next one. Here we go. According to a poll by the Washington Post and ABC News, Trump leads Biden by 10% in the race. Among the population that does not prefer, prefer either of the two parties, Trump's lead over Biden reached 13%. So this interactive polls, ABC, Washington Post poll, Trump, 52%, Biden, 42% among all voters. And among independents, Trump, 52 Biden, 39 up 13%. It's pretty much of a blockbuster. Put on the next one. This is uh, from, I think, the Daily Caller, Washington Post disavows its own poll showing <laughs> Trump up by 10 over Biden. So they put up a poll. Trump did super well, up 10%, 10 points. They said, no, well, our poll wasn't that good after all. I think it's explainable. <clears throat> I think that Trump has a spy that works for the Washington Post. <laughs> he rigs these polls or he slips them in until somebody discovers what's, what's going on. But you had a good story about that. that happened to you before once, didn't you? When, well, you, well, oh, no. when someone said, our polls aren't very good when you <laughs> yeah. run with, with Hannity. Yeah. <laughs> 
Don't trust the polls showing that Ron Paul's ahead. <laughs> Something's wrong with our station. Yeah. yeah. But there was more treatment then wasn't as vicious. It was a total cancellation. Yeah. I mean, it, even if, even if uh, the majority of sane people would say, well, he qualifies at least for a little bit more treat, better treatment about, with media. But no, it was, who, who is he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the winner in, in Iowa is blank. Second place is Romney. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. that, was, a, that was a winner. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, let's look at this quote from the Washington Post, disavowing their own poll, which is pretty funny. Um, go to the next one if you can. Um, this is a quote from the Post. The post-ABC poll shows Biden trailing Trump by 10 percentage points at this early stage of the election cycle. Although the sizable margin of Trump's lead in the survey is significantly at odds with other polls that show the general election contest a virtual dead heat. The difference between this poll and others, as well as the unusual makeup of Trump's and Biden's coalitions in the survey, suggests it's probably an outlier. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, following one of the debates when they were doing some polling on a station that at the time was interviewing me yeah. about it. And uh, evidently their poll had to be <laughs> sort of taken down because as we were speaking, yeah. I was winning the poll yeah. and, uh, and they, they finally just skipped reporting that yeah. part. <laughs> so. Skip it up. So the, the, one of the things, that I don't know how you, how, what you think about this, but someone else speculated that um, maybe this big 10% lead for Trump might be some of the Dems trying to nudge Biden out. Because if you're looking at those numbers and Trump is up so much, he's, over, he's above DeSantis by like 50 points. He's so far ahead. It's going to be very discouraging for the Democrats who are backing Biden right now. I wonder if uh, Trump ought to take some advice for, uh, from uh, Biden and run his campaign like ran his other ones. Why don't you just go take it off? <laughs> Why don't you just take a vacation? Go play golf. Yeah. <laughs> Forget about looking for any fair treatment. <laughs> of course, he'll be called into court. He'll have uh, seven, 92 charges against him for felonies. So yeah. I guess he'll have to pay attention. Yeah. Well, I'm going to close out. I think... I'm pretty done unless you have something else you want to do before we close. Or? Yeah, I want to mention something. Okay. Uh, some, some, you know, we look for some good stuff, but this isn't very cheering. And that is, um, this, this came from Al Jazeera, so that's the question. CIA abuse rendered 9-11 defendant unfit for trial. U.S. military judge rule. Wow. And with what the, the, the position they're taking, the CIA, uh, you know, he, he was arrested during 9-11, mm -hmm. and it was just uh, the psychological, it might have been uh, solitary confinement for all that time. 20 years, 20-some years. And they finally killed him. Yeah. You know, uh, he's, he's, they said his mind was just totally destroyed, and uh, the thought that came to my mind was the death by a thousand cuts. Yeah. And, you know, it was on over and over, because there's other there that, uh, you, you know, that uh, are going to go to trial. Uh, but maybe, but they're not going to do it. But it also 
suggest, you know, this isn't new. It's been known in our history, especially when it deals with war, that people weren't treated well if they said the wrong thing all yeah. the way back to our Civil War. Uh, they, there, there, were, uh, there, there was treatment like that. But so we shouldn't be sh surprised about the abuse of the, the insurrectionists of yeah. January 6th. Yeah, I mean, you true. can't you can't be careless. These are bad people. Oh, have they had their trial? Oh, no, they're not allowed to see it. They're an attorney. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that that sort of thing. So it, it, it's, it's terrible. It's a system. And, of course, our judicial system, that's one issue, I think. If you do proper polling on that, you'll find the American people agree with that. And I'll bet you there's more than just Republicans that say, you know, we really ought to look at the voting system. But I see the mess we have in voting system as a uh, as a one of the downsides of pure democracy. Get the, get. 51% of the people, you can do anything you want to the minority. Yeah. And if you do, can do that, you can win any election you want. Change the rules in the middle and hide them. Don't have uh, uh, adequate investigations. So that's why it boils down, for me, it boils down to the fact that, uh, you know, you have to have decent people who are honest people and have some sense of morality for society to work. Right now, we're on the fringes and we're having a lot of trouble. Yeah. So, I want to thank everybody uh, for tuning in once again uh, to the Liberty Report. Uh, please come back soon.